0: More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. In the two days of this awesome message on obedience, Pastor Ray immediately calls upon the words of the prophet Isaiah, If you are willing and obedient, you shall eat of the best of the land. It's a promise from heaven that has conditions attached to it. And it's not about being perfect. Rather, it's about striving to just be better at loving God, serving Him, and keeping His commandments. Pastor once again reminds us of one of his favorite sayings. You can't expect to be a part-time believer and doer and think you'll end up with full-time benefits. Be encouraged to meditate on the scriptures he discusses and memorize the five things he feels God requires in assuring yourself that your obedience will always pay big dividends. Let's now join today's message.
1: I want to talk about it pays to obey God. Uh, you know, one of the biggest frustrations in my life is that, you know, I live my life to teach people and to tell people about the Word of God and the ways of God, not because I'm trying to force anybody to believe like I'm believing or doing what I'm doing or because I think I'm holier than thou or Better than somebody else. If you have that kind of attitude, then you really need to change and adjust your attitude and your thinking in the way that you are talking to people. My motivation has always been simply this that the Word of God and my relationship with the Lord all these 33 years has increased my life and blessed my life so much that all I want to do is share what I have received and learned from the Word of God and impart that to others so that they may enjoy the same blessings that I'm enjoying in my life. And that's really, that should be the motivation that you and I and each one of us have in sharing the Word of God. It's sort of like, you know, I like to go to restaurants and I don't, I don't do it a whole lot because I'm on a, you know, on a clean diet. And when you go out, you can't eat clean. So, so I get back to dirty eating when I go to the restaurants. But I'm trying to eat clean and extracted all this stuff out of my diet. And we still go out and I'll eat. But when I find a good restaurant that I've eaten in and it's really been you know, awesome and I say, that was a good meal, I'm very excited to start sharing that with other people and say, you know, I ate in this restaurant, man, you're going to enjoy this food. It's going to really, really be good. See, w- when we, ha- when we experience, experience something good in our lives, our motivation ought to be to share that with somebody else. Amen. And that ought to be our whole motivation with sharing the gospel. Um, you know, unfortunately, sometimes Christians get hot and heavy and they become Bible thumpers and they want to beat people over the head and, you know, oh, you're going to go to hell. Well, you know, I, I think that's the wrong motivation. I think we call this the good news. That's what the the gospel means, the good news, the good news of the Lord Jesus Christ. The good news is simply this, that Jesus came to rescue us from this life of sin and sickness and disease and poverty and want and so on and so forth, and has given us the opportunity to live a blessed life. Uh, a supremely blessed life. And uh, so that ought to be our motivation. Our motivation ought to be to just put condemnation on people and put fear on people. It ought to be to share the good news that you, God has extended to you this life that He says, life, Jesus explains that I come to give you life and to give it to you more abundantly. But what we have to come to understand, and, and this is the part, is that if you obey God, You'll walk in this life. Yeah. If you do not obey God and you don't walk in the ways of God, you're not going to walk in the blessings of yeah, God. Yeah, right. And uh, so this, very, this first verse here, we'll just go over a couple of verses tonight. But in Isaiah chapter 1 and verse 19, very powerful verse. It says, if you, if, now, now let's just stop at the word if. Um, if, you, know, you see, let, let me say this. There are all kinds of promises in the word of God but there are certain promises that have conditions on them. They're called conditional promises. In other words, if you want the benefit of the promise, you have to meet the condition. Now this, when you see the word if, that leads us to believe that there's a condition. There's something that is required on our part to do in order to get the blessing or to get the results. And it's amazing to me how many people just walk around and unfortunately a lot of these folks are un, you know, uninformed on the things of God or unenlightened by the things of God. And they just simply think because I'm a believer and you know, God loves me and I love God that somehow these things are just going to fall into my life. But that's not the truth. A lot of the promises of God are conditional and you need to meet the condition in order to get the promise. So when I study the Word and I read the Word I'm always looking for the condition and when I see the condition then I look to my own life and say am I meeting the condition because if I meet the condition then I'm going to get the blessing, I'm going to get the promise, it's going to work in my life. But if I don't meet the condition then I can't expect to have the promise. Is everybody with me? So when the Bible says if that's a big if. It's a big if. Now if means that some are and some aren't. Some are going to do this and some are going to do this. But he says here, if you are willing and obedient, now listen if you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land Now how many of you want to eat the good of the land? Yeah. How many of you want to eat the best that God has now I've uh, since I've come to to, to to find from you know the gospel in the gospel that that God has Jesus has won and God has provided through Jesus Christ this awesome life I've always thought this way, I want the best that God has to offer. I, I, I want to be a hog about it. If you don't want it, I'll take yours. I'll take your portion or what was meant for you. I want everything that God has to offer and every promise that He has extended, I want to take advantage of those promises and have them operating and working in my life. But I learned here that, that there is a condition. First of all I have to be willing. There is not everybody that is willing. You know, willing is a big word. It's, it means a lot of things. There are a lot of people that want, but they're not willing. You can't just want. You have to be willing. You have to be willing to do whatever it takes or whatever God requires to eat the best of the land. In other words, you know, now this, is not a, this is not a session on tithing, but I always go back to this because money's a big deal. When you talk about money, people freak out because more people are worshipping their money than they, they think or they realize. That's why people freak out because you're touching their God. But you see, if you're not willing to be a giver or a tither, and you're not obedient to it on a regular basis, you'll never eat the best of the land. Yes. Do you get it? Yes. You see? So we use that as an example, but you have to be willing. You have to be willing and obedient. Your willingness and obedience must meet. Must, you, 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 you can't just say, you, you can't just think that that's something that I should do or want to do. Or, or You have to be willing to do it, and then you have to be obedient in doing it. So you have to be willing to say, you know, whatever it takes, whatever it is that God requires is what I'm going to do. If eating the best of the lamb means that I have to, you know, I have to do something like I have to tithe and I have to give in order to to get and to receive the best that God has, then that's what I'm going to do, right? If I have to forgive, let, let's let's talk about forgiveness for a minute. If I have to forgive in order to be forgiven, then it would seem to me that that, you know, because Walking in unforgiveness can be the hardest and the ugliest thing that a human ever goes through. Most painful experience. Is anybody with me? Yeah. So, so if I'm going to walk in, if I'm going to receive forgiveness and be able to walk in the blissfulness of, of forgiveness and, and all the wonderful benefits that come with forgiving, which gives you peace of mind and peace with God and peace with people and peace with yourself, if I'm going to, then I have to be willing and obedient to do whatever... God requires of me to do. That's right. And this is where I think a lot of Christians really mess up and screw up is because they know the Word of God and they know what they should do but they are not willing to do it and they are not obedient in it. They just, they, just, they just don't do it. And the bottom line is that you don't get the results of the Word working in your life. I am all about, I am a results oriented kind of person. Yeah. I want to see results. If I don't see results then I don't want to do it. Yeah. Right. Amen? I have to see the results in order to have the motivation to keep on going. But I I found that in all my years, and I've put this into practice many years ago, that as I have just obeyed God's Word and been willing to do it, willing to do whatever I've got to do, I began to see God bless me. Sometimes it was in the very smallest way, but you see, sometimes we're looking for the grandiose and we're bypassing the small things that are happening in our lives. Anybody know what I'm talking about? I I just began to give God thanks and glory for every little blessing that came my way. Which kept me being willing and obedient to do whatever God required of me. And as you keep working that, you begin to see the abundance start to fall into your life. I don't know how else to say it. I mean, it's frustrating to me when I know that this stuff works, but I can't get people to do it. It's frustrating to me when I know that you could be living a really good life... But you're just, you know, again, it's conditional. If, if you're willing, and there'll be sometimes, you know, when you put that if before, you know, uh, uh, something, people say, well, that's a big if, right? It's a big if. If you are willing and obedient, you'll eat the bread. That's the promise of God's Word. That's why I say, I don't know about you, but I just, I just seek to obey this Word because I know that if I just stay obedient to this Word, if I just stay on, on the Word, if I just keep trusting God and following Him and doing what He requires and shaping my life after the Word of God and not trying to live life my own way, but doing it God's way and, and living the way He wants me to live and putting into practice the things that I've learned from the Word of God, I know that the end result... Is going to be that I'm going to eat the best of the land. And I'm eating the best of the land. Many of you are eating the best of the land right now. And it gets better, and it gets better, and it gets better because you've remained willing and obedient. And when when you, when you live that way, God blesses you and things begin to work and happen uh, in your life. But if you, if you are resistant to the things of God, if you're resistant to the Word of God, if you're not willing and you're not obedient, and a lot of people sit in church and they... Care less. They just want a good word. They want their ears tickled. They want to be stimulated. They want—they want. You know, it's like it's like going to the theater. They want a performance. They want the worship to be right. They want—they—they come and they listen. They want to be encouraged. And yes, we need to be encouraged. But what are you encouraged for? You're encouraged to hopefully become willing and obedient to do the word of God, so that ultimately you can eat the best of the lamb. That's why you come to church, right? So, so, but it's, you you see, you can't, you can't just hear the word and do nothing. You can't just know the word and do nothing and pass it all up to, well, God understands God's, you know, full of, yes, God is full of grace and mercy, but the promise still stands if conditional, everybody say conditional, if you are willing and obedient, you will eat the best of the land. I learned that promise so many years ago, and I just purpose in my heart that I'm just going to do my best. I'm willing, God. I am willing. I am willing. I want to do what you want me to do, and now I'm going to be obedient in every way that I can to obey the word and practice the word and do the word. And I'm trusting God that the end result is that I'm going to eat the best of the lamb. And here I am. I'll bet you, but I'm eating the best of the lamb right now. Amen. But it takes willing. See, don't get don't get angry and frustrated at people that are eating the best of the land that are, you know, believers that are walking after the things of God. Because if you find a believer, you find a true believer that's eating the best that God has to offer in this land, I will show you someone who has practiced the life of willingness and obedience to the things of God. You didn't have to pull their teeth to practice the Word of God. You didn't have to force them. Into church, You didn't have to force them into the Word, into prayer, into tithing, into forgiving, into loving, into doing. You didn't have to force them into serving God. They did it willing. And they were obedient to practice everything they've learned from the Word of God. And the end result is that they walk in the best that the land has to offer. So we have to understand something. Uh, You know, we talk a lot about the promises of God, but there's conditions. You have to walk in obedience to God if you're going to walk in the blessings of God. The blessings require obedience. And sometimes, you know, we make blankets, you know, blanket statements and blanket prayers. But there are a lot of folks that are never going to walk in the best because they're just not willing and obedient. They're just not obeying God's Word. They're not doing what God has set out for them to do or requires by His Word. See, like I said, every promise uh, has a condition attached to it. And once you meet the condition, then the blessing comes. You see? And uh, so we need to have, um, we need to think about this. So let's look at a couple of other verses and they'll they'll put them up because they have them in the computer already. Um, Deuteronomy chapter 5 and 33, you find this all over the Bible. But Deuteronomy chapter 5 and verse 33 says, "Um, You shall walk in all the ways which the Lord your God has commanded you. Now listen, that you may live and that it may be well with you. And that you may prolong your days in the land which you shall possess. So I learned a couple of things by this verse in Deuteronomy chapter 5 and verse 33. First of all, the condition is that I need to walk in all the ways of the Lord, all the ways that He's commanded of me. And then the blessing is that I'm going to live and that it may be well with me. How many of you want it to go well with you? You see, when you walk in the obedience of God, when you walk in obedience to the Word of God, when you shape your life after the Word of God, not after the world and after what the world says and what your head says and what people say, but you fashion your life after the Word of God, it starts to go well with you you know, it, 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 how many in this room would say, Pastor, yes, that's right. I, I've i been following and obeying and it's going well with me. It's amazing how many believers I've seen, you know, uh, along the way that started walking uh, in the ways of God and um, obedient to, to, the, to the word. But then somehow they got squirrely and they got distracted or whatever. And they went off into some other direction and their lives start to go down, you know, into a downward spiral. It begins to unravel. You've got to, you've got to walk in the ways of God. I've seen this so many times. I've seen, uh, just talking about somebody last night with, with, uh, someone and, uh, you know, how, they, how there was a time when they were on fire for God and they served God and, you know, they were like down and didn't have very much. And they just took whatever they had and they honored God with it and were giving their tithes and going to church and serving in the church and having Bible studies and praying and with groups of people. And so just, just really on fire for the things of God. And then all of a sudden it's like, we don't, we don't know what happened. All of a sudden something changed. And then you watched. It doesn't always happen immediately. Sometimes it happens immediately. But then we watched over the course of months and years how that life began to unravel and started to go in a downward spiral, and you know, lost. I mean, you know, lost all the blessings that he had working in his life, because somehow he just he just wouldn't stay willing and obedient. He wouldn't walk in the ways of God. You see, you have to walk in the ways of God. You can't walk in the world and think you're going to end up with God's blessings. Am I speaking to anybody here tonight? You've got to walk in the ways of God. Where, where, the Bible tells us to come out and to be different from the world. But you see, you see um, and, and this is the frustration because when, when, you're, when you're trying to minister to someone or tell someone who doesn't know this stuff, we're not, I, not trying to take anything away. God's not trying to take anything from you. As a matter of fact, what God is trying to get away from you is really poisonous to your life. It's that which is going to kill you. His promises, if you walk in his ways, if you'll be willing, if you'll be obedient, if you obey God, you're going to live and it's going to go well with you. Right. Your life's going to be good. Your life is going to be blessed. Your life is going to be full. Your life is going to be abundant. I've had people look at me, Pastor, I don't know how you do it. Well, I don't, I, I don't really do anything except obey God's word. You know, man, I wish I was as blessed as you. You can be as blessed as me. I wish I could be as happy as you. You could be as happy as me. I wish I could be as fu- You can be as fulfilled as I am. You have to walk in the ways of God and be willing and obedient to do whatever you got to do. God begins to move and God begins to bless and God begins to show himself mighty and strong in your life. If you're willing, that's our, that's our, our, you know, uh, Uh, foundational scripture tonight. If you're willing and obedient, you're going to eat the best of the land. Amen. So go ahead, give the Lord a hand clap and a hallelujah. So what I learned from Deuteronomy chapter five, if I walk in the ways of God, as he's commanded me, if I live this word and not just know this word and talk this word, but I actually live it, it said, I'm going to live and it's going to go well with me. And that my days are going to be prolonged in the land. In other words, I have the promise of long life if I obey God. I have the promise that it's going to go well with me. And I'm not going to hit you know, obstacles that can't be overcome. I'm, not, I'm going to have a blessed home and a blessed marriage and a blessed family. And, and the work of my hands are going to be blessed. And God's going to, going to bless everything that I lay my hands to. Because I'm walking in the ways of God. You, I'm going to say again, you can't walk in the ways of the world and think that you're going to get God's blessing. You can't walk in sin and, and arrogance and, and thumb your nose at God and, and, and think that you're going to reap the blessings of God. You've got to walk in the ways of God. You've got to live this thing. You've got to live for God. Amen. Is everybody with me? So, so I learned from this verse, if, if I walk in the ways of God again, I'm going to live. How I many of you want to live? Yeah. And you see, you're not living until you're, you're living God's way. I mean, you know, listen, years ago when I was a younger person, you know, going way back, and I thought I was living when I was dancing in the discotheques. I thought I was living when I was getting drunk and vomiting my, my guts out from being hung over. I thought I was living, you know, hanging around with my friends. I thought that was living. Until I got a taste of God and got a taste of the Word of God and the presence of God. And And... And I, I began to see that when you, you obey God and you follow God and you live for the Lord, that all of a sudden life takes on a whole new dimension. I, I didn't know what living life was until I rededicated my life and began to, to be willing and obedient to the Word of God and to the ways of God and started shaping my life. You know, started walking in peace and joy that was, you know, just happy, man. On fire for the things of God. I've been on fire all these years. Can't put the fire out. Amen. So, so, so we got to walk in the ways of God. Can't just know them, but you have to walk in them. And you're going to, it's going to be well with you. And you're going to live a long and a healthy and a strong life. That's what I want. That's what I'm going for. So every time you, every time you want to walk away from God, you want to walk away from obedience to God, think about what you're giving up. Think about what you're giving up. Eating the best on this land, walking in strength and vitality and health, the promise of long life that it may go well with everything. That's why people's lives fall apart because they walk away from obedience to God's Word. They're not doing God's Word. And that's the, that's the number one reason why, why, why a person's life begins to unravel and falls apart. Your marriage is a mess. I'll tell you why. Because you're not obeying the Word of God. Your finances are a mess because you're not obeying the Word of God. Your home is a mess because you're not obeying the Word of God. That's the only reason why. Because the promise, and God is not a man that He's going to lie. The promise is that you walk in His ways. You're willing and obedient to the Word of God in your life. And it's going to go well with you. I say it's going to go well with you. It's going to go well with you. But you, you got to walk in the ways of God, and that's that's it. All right. So let's keep going. Um, Job thirty six eleven. Here's another verse, another good verse. Job thirty six eleven says, "If they obey and serve him, wow. Listen, if they shall obey and serve him, they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasures. Wow." I like that verse. Yeah, if they shall obey and serve him, they shall spend their days in prosperity and there is in pleasure. So, you know, I hope you're writing these verses down. Because these are the verses that you ought to be bringing back up to God in your prayer time. God, I'm serving you. God, I'm obeying you. God, I'm doing. Thank you for the promise that I'm going to walk, I'm going to spend my days in prosperity and my years in pleasure. Hallelujah. It's coming. It's coming upon my life because I obey and I serve you. But again, it's a condition. If, everybody say if. 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 is conditional. If you obey him and you serve him. Then you're going to spend your days in prosperity and your years in pleasures. That's the promise of God. You see, now, when, you're, when you hit a when you hit a bump in the road or you hit a season in your life where, you know, it may not be that easy and you're having a struggle, one of the first things you need to do is start pulling these scriptures up. Start reminding God, God, I've obeyed you. God, I've served you to the best. Time. I haven't been perfect. Anybody perfect here? No. If anybody raises their hand, I'm going to... I'm going to have a prayer for the deceived don't raise your hand let me give you the answer there is no perfect people on this earth we all ma- anybody make a mistake today yes. you're honest people hallelujah don't lie in church anybody make a mistake this week i don't know about you but i need the grace of god 24 hours a day seven days a week come on i need the grace of god because we make mistakes
0: right